Work should not define you, but you should define your work. It's really easy to let work define us, to let work be all-consuming. At the beginning of running your contracting business, whether you're a plumber, electrician, GC, whatever, it will consume you. But the more time you spend trying to define what you're doing, the less time you will spend just being your business. This is multifaceted. And in episodes four, six, and seven, I'm going to go into detail on all these topics a bit. And we're also doing some live shows on Instagram right now if you want to join us there. Check out this episode. We talk about basics even before you get your license. Company name, logo, and public perception. Thanks for joining me. We are now broadcasting in over 65 countries worldwide. Welcome to the Worldwide Construction Tribe. Welcome to the Contracting Handbook Podcast, a podcast for how to run a small contracting company. Whether you're a general contractor like me or a trade contractor starting fresh or been in business for years, Here's all the stuff you never knew you'd have to know before you started your contracting business. But the man who's seen it all, your host, Mike Kinoki, that's me. Who are you? People don't know. They don't know what contractors do. They don't know the challenges we face, our approach or even what we do on a daily basis. They don't understand. And having said that, how would you describe your business to the general public? Let's face it, you know, any schmo can get licensed, bond, and insured, make a door magnet, and fly into the construction business with no plan, make mistakes, never really find a direction. And that's why a lot of people come and go. And me, I was a deer in the headlights with a tool belt. Guess I'll go remodel this bathroom. Oh, wonder what I'll do after that. You know, no, no real plan because I knew how to do the work, but I didn't know the rest of it. The big picture stuff. Hey, it's Mike again here at the Contracting Handbook Podcast. And today we're going to talk about you. Because you are your company and you have standards, tastes, and values. What is your definition? What's your name? How are you perceived? Where do you want to go with your business? I started with the question of how you describe your business to a member member of the general public. Because that's what got me thinking about this many years ago. And it was a big help. Um... I was out somewhere, probably at a barbecue or something, and someone asked me what I do, and I was just stammering. Uh, remodels, um, uh, siding. Uh, do you build houses, they asked. Well, I have, but, you know, um, for myself, not for other people. These were not, this was not a clear and concise answer. 
It was not, there was no, uh, it did not represent how I feel about my work or how I felt about my work at the time. Uh, the confidence I had in the work I did, what I wanted to do, um, how into my business I was, it really just did not uh, uh, exude any level of confidence. And uh, it really got me thinking that I need to be clear about what I do. And the best way for me to do that was to go for the work I wanted. Anybody in the trades will get called to do a huge variety of work. But if you do it all, you won't be the best at any one of them, for one. Um, and then that leads to just kind of chaos. But let's say you want to specialize in something like kitchens and baths. And I'm just saying that because that's kind of what I did. If that's what you want, then do it. Just take those jobs. Just those jobs. You might have to take some other work sometimes to get established, but if you keep focused on those two things, you get better at them, and there's more interest in your company for those kind of jobs. I kind of did everything for a while, but after that that conversation I'd had, uh, I really just focused on Kitchens and Baths, and one day I woke up, and that's where the majority of my leads were coming from. But soon... Uh, you know, as happy as I was uh, with my success and 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 um, doing what I want, I uh, really never wanted to touch a vanity sink pee trap again. Uh, ugh, I'm getting a little nauseous up in here, even thinking about it. Even when I. When I was writing the script, I was getting nauseous. My my eyes are watering. Uh, you know, even when I cleaned the pee trap at my house in my kitchen the other day or the other week, I was just retching. Anyway, uh, back to defining yourself. Uh I had, and it was good, but there were a ton of other factors coming into play. Income ceiling, the need for help, growing the business, etc. And there's always so much intertwined development going on with, our, with your company that it's hard to narrow this topic. And I'll address income, I'll address those things later, uh, um, and client relations, but I'm going to refer back to my interview with Sean Francis, Apex Home Design, last week. And we hit on, a, uh, on the subject of where you want your business to go. And we agreed that at some point we both realized it was time to stick to a common path, make our product something that we could showcase for more potential clients. And how do we get there? I mean, aside from doing great work, excellent work, it was finding subcontractors and trade partners that shared our values. Um, so where you live... Think about how you're perceived already by the general public. And if you don't care, you're in the wrong business. But if uh, the, this business is all about who you are and, and your work ethic presentation, time, witness, demeanor, organization skills, uh, ability to take a project to completion. And you have to have partners that share those values. It's a requirement because when they're under contract with you, they represent you.
And when this bond with these partners happens, business takes off. People refer to your awesome team on the daily. And not only does that feel good, but it pays dividends. Um, and then you've got your work focus now. So uh, another big factor in definition is how you come across to other people when you talk to them. Ask yourself how you come across in some conversation. Would I take myself seriously? Am I a clown? Do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? Am I a wise ass? Sound like a pro? Sound like you care? Clearly, if you've decided to start your own uh, construction company, contracting company, you, you have a solid work ethic. But like I said in the intro about myself, the intro intro, I knew how to do the work but had no experience with the business side. Presenting a proposal to clients that was clear and reliable wins more contracts, leaving the bar napkins and paper and pens invoices in the past, make good presentations, and your clients will sleep better at night knowing they hired a pro. And again, more about proposals in another installment or five of the Contracting Handbook podcast. I'm standing too close to my pop filter. Never be late. Always be on time. This never goes unnoticed. Uh, and obviously being organized and being able to take a project to completion go hand in hand with your work ethic. But does your work ethic extend to being super organized and finishing projects? How many times have you walked into someone's house and seen unfinished work of previous contractors? A lot. And how do I know all this? Well, I had no business skills 16 years ago. I read every book, asked questions, but my proposals sucked. Many of them were verbal. There were miscommunications. There was lost money. There were times when no money was made. It wasn't all bad, but it was pretty bad sometimes when I look back. I overcame the obstacles and have a stellar reputation where I work and live. And so did my crew. And like Sean, I just focused on the kind of work I wanted to be doing and it happened. I'm not saying that I'm some great player. No, I'm just fortunate to have had the opportunities that came my way as I worked towards them. Being prepared for opportunities is also known as luck. It's really just being ready and, and going in those directions. Um, and a good economy definitely helped. So in review, focusing on trying to get a vein of consistent similar work, I use kitchens and baths because that's where I really focused at the beginning, but it might be roofing and gutters for you. It might be siding. It might be plumbing, new construction only and never dealing with poo. Could be window and door installation if you've got a crew that's good at that. And once you graduate to running a crew from being a one-man show, one-person show, there's a lot to discuss on company definition with them too because uh, that's another whole ball of wax, employees. Um, okay, you're going to focus on how you come across to the general public. There'll be lots of this when the show moves on to client relations and proposals and such. But in the meantime, do you sound confident? Do you sound prepared? Here's a tip. When you don't know something, Tell them you need to think about it. Don't give the perception that you lack experience or might not have the skills and confidence to do the work. Do your research. Find trade partners that share your values. Don't be late. Get organized, stay organized, and I will talk about this endlessly as the podcast goes on and have many episodes strictly on organizing I already outlined. Okay, that's kind of the philosophical side of 
the company definition. Um, and then there's the rest. For those of you that are established, this next little bit may not be as relevant, but if you're out there listening and you're thinking about starting your contracting business, here's some free advice. If you have not named your company, you need to name your company with a good name that will last a long time because it will be the beginning of your brand. Write a list of three to five names. Think about it. Run them by friends and family, and most importantly, people who are not worried that they will hurt your feelings. Uh, let's not dwell on how to name as much as just making sure it's a name that you want on your product for years to come. Start working on a logo right away. Make it sexy. Make it very easy to read on the side of your truck or trailer. Make it something that people want to wear in clothing. It's the first step in branding, and I'll get into that later, but really make it so people can read it from a distance and make it cool, make it nice, make it attractive. Then you're going to get insured and bonded with your new name and then submit for licensing wherever you live. Um, and if you have employees at that phase, get a comp policy because you'd never want to take the risk of someone getting hurt on your job that's under your employee because it, 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 it's disastrous for everybody. That's all I got for this episode. Um, definition of yourself and your company is really important. Uh, it, is a, it is kind of philosophical. It didn't dawn on me right away when I was starting out. Um, but I found it to be very important. And uh, the next show, uh, we interview Randy Jones from Fine Remodeling in Wilmington, Delaware. Delaware. And he, uh, after you know, seeing his work online on his Instagram and, and uh, talking to him for a couple hours and seeing his stellar reviews on Google, I, I got to say that my impression is that where he lives, he's known as a man with a plan. And uh, you should listen to the interview with Randy. And um, thanks for listening today. Later. Today's shout out is to Shane O'Donnell. Shane's been hanging with me for two seasons, hanging hard. He's given me tons of feedback. He's taken tons of pictures of his car stereo while listening to the podcast and doing dump runs. Shane, hey, let's take it easy on those hoodie strings, bro. And everyone else, follow Shane at Shane Wrecked on Instagram. Thanks for listening today, you guys. If you found value in the content, please consider leaving a review on iTunes, a rating on Spotify, or if you're in the Android world, a rating on my website. Alternatively, take a snapshot of the episode you just listened to on your phone or a picture of it from your car stereo and post it on Instagram and tag me in your stories. When you leave a review, tell me where you're reviewing from and I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Thanks for listening and whatever you do every day, remember at the end of the day, it's your legacy, so build a legacy that matters. That's all I got. Later. Later.